0: Folks, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. Uh, as always, if you're not following me on Instagram, please uh, follow me on Instagram. My handle is M 36 RegisM36 is my handle on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I've got some updates. And you can also uh, send me a comment or questions or any information that you might need uh, vis-a-vis the podcast and Of course, I always like to hear which episodes are speaking to you the most. That's extremely helpful. Okay, so thank you very much once again. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the stories, and I certainly am enjoying telling them to you. Today, I I just wanted to uh, touch on an area that has been commented on before uh, from several people uh, who listen to the podcast. So I, I wanted to touch on it a little bit and uh, expand on what I've talked uh, about in previous episodes and uh, give you a different perspective, okay? I worked uh, I worked with a guy who was uh, in charge of a pretty large organization, and he says to me, Regis, when I walk in a room, I want people to shiver. I want people to be shaking. I want my managers to be uneasy uh, because I'm there, you know? And I looked at him, I said, Why? He says, because because that's that's what I want. I want them to, to get to work. And I said to him, Listen, if your managers need you to walk in the room to dial it up a notch, what does that say about your management style? And what does that say about your leadership qualities and leadership skill? Does that say you're a good leader? Because what people are doing then is that they're pretending to be something that they're not. So the amount of work that you're getting and the quality of work that you're getting from those people is not consistent. It only reaches a certain level when they see you around. That's not a win-win situation. You're not winning at all. So we had a big, long discussion about this, and I, and I, and I told myself, listen, not only that, but... If you think negative reinforcement works for everybody, you're dead wrong. Negative reinforcement works for very few people, if any. I don't know anybody who is comfortable being re- berated in front of their peers and then you know they get up and they're all jolly and uh, they're on cloud nine and they perform at their best. I don't know anybody who's, who's like that. Maybe they are. Some people might might be able to see that as a challenge but I can tell you that out of a room full of 30 people there might be one if if that that feels that way so my discussion with 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 this with this guy with this friend of mine was like you got to change your ways buddy you know what I mean if somebody's on a cell phone and I walk into the office I want them to finish their conversation on the cell phone because obviously they thought it was important to pick up that call and to take that call or to make that call in the first place. I don't want them hanging up and jumping and shivering just because I walked in the room. That is not leadership at all. And you're going to fail dismally like that because people are only going to do what you expect them to do when you are there. You have not explained your why. You have not explained the, 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 your mission, right? Your, your mission statement is blurry amongst your, your workforce. Your, your vision is blurry amongst your workforce. They don't know what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. They don't understand the goal and they don't understand the means to get to that goal. So what, what, what good is it? What good is that kind of leadership? What good? It serves no purpose to lead people like that. Why would I want grown men and women shivering just because I walk in the room? That is idiotic. And I told him that. I said, that doesn't work. You might work in the short run for a day or two or whatever it is, for a moment or two. But in the long run, it doesn't work. You can't run a company like that. And the sad thing is that this was a pretty large organization. And I, and I said, what you have to do is to take the time to make sure your people understand what you want out of them. And make sure they also are equipped with the knowledge and the tools to do the job once you equip them with what you want done and how you want it done and here are the tools it should be relatively simple. you should be able to step back and let them do their job if you set up periodic points in 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 uh, In the week or in the month where you check on progress, that is fine. But if I need to stand behind you with a whip, if I need to stand behind you to watch every move that you're making, then I probably don't need you there now, do I? I don't need you. I don't need an employee like that. I don't need an employee who leaves the minute I leave, they leave too. Or the minute I leave the room, they stop working to their their capacity. But you know what it starts with the leader. It starts with the leader. It's not about it's not about the employee. It's about you, the person who's leading these people who made them that way, who created that culture. Because the first thing is for me for me to do is to hire the right people. I want to hire smart people. I want to hire people as smart as I am or, or smarter than I am. Those are the people that I want. I want to hire people who understand my vision I want to hire people who understand my mission and who who can relate to what i'm talking about i want to hire people who who are pumped who are, who are excited about the journey that i explain to them as i explain my mission to them as i, as I explain my vision of the company to them the, the, the people that get excited and wanting to achieve that same goal or that get excited for the prospect of being part of that team that 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 the revolutionary team that is going to change things, that's going to fix things, that is going to do whatever the business is. It could be a small restaurant we're opening in, 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 a, in a small town, something that's never been done before. I want people who are excited about that, the prospects of being the pioneers. Those are the people that I want because those are the people that are going to go above and beyond. But if, I'm, if, I, if I have to be there To generate this excitement every single time, then that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It's like, it's like people talk about, oh, you got to keep them motivated. No. Motivation is, 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 is is like a, uh, it's like a short term drug. It doesn't work. People need to be inspired to do the right thing. Motivation is, is, is juice, is, is, is a, a, a bottle of Gatorade just to get me past a bottle of um, five-hour energy, a bottle of Red Bull, I, I mean a can of Red Bull. It's going to get me past the next two, three hours, but then I'm going to crash. I want to be inspired to do the right thing. I want to be inspired to be a good team member. I want to be inspired to, be, uh, uh, to share the goal, the vision of the company. But that comes from a great leader who can instill that in his people, who can hire the right people, who can explain the mission, the vision, who can give them the tools. That comes from a great leader and then a leader that trusts his people and his training and his process enough to say, okay, now that I've trained you, I've equipped you with everything, I've given you the tools, I'm going to step back and let you do your thing. Right? That's that's leadership. Now, I've, I've, I've always said, if you cannot take a vacation for, 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 for two weeks or three weeks and not call the office every single day or log on to your computer every single day, you've got the wrong people. You've got the wrong people. But here's what I'll also tell you, is that the world is full of energized people who are willing to do a good job, who are able to do a good job. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Some people just want a good job. They come in, they give you 100%, they go home to their family, end of story. There are plenty of people like that. But to get those smart people onto your boat, to get those smart people onto your, onto your team, you've got to have something to offer them. And that's called leadership. You can have the best products in the world, but if you don't have the right leadership, If you don't have the right culture, if you don't have the right training, it's all going to crumble. It is all going to crumble. So what I told this friend of mine is what I've been going on about right now. You need to step back. You need to make sure that you've got quality people. If you don't, replace them. Don't be apologetic. This is a business. You're supposed to make money. You're supposed to be successful. You came into this thing to make money, to be successful. So there's no apology needed. This is a business. If you're not cutting the mustard, I'm going to replace you. I need somebody with energy. I need somebody with enthusiasm. I need somebody with the ability to work. I need all of it. But I'm also going to compensate you well for doing a good job. But I don't need somebody who needs me to be there for them to work. Oh, the boss is on vacation. We can all just come in 30 minutes late. I don't need that. If I have to force you to clock in just so that I can see what time you came into work, you're the wrong person. You're the wrong person. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you a side story here. So I was talking to a couple of finance managers some time ago and they said, yeah, well, any anytime, anytime I take a cash deposit of uh, $5,000 or more, I've got to get one of my other colleagues to come and count the money with me and I said that is the most ridiculous thing ever you're handling transactions of 200,000 250,000 100,000 and if you make a mistake on those on those on those contracts it can cost the company well more than five thousand dollars the fact that you got to call somebody to make sure that you've put this $5,000 in the safe to make sure that you've counted $5,000 and I just put $5,000 in the receipt is ridiculous. If my name was on the building, the day I need to have two people count $5,000 in cash just to make sure it's all there and I'm not being cheated is the day I should fire whoever it is that I'm proposing to get a second count. If I need you to go to somebody else and count them, then I don't need you. I don't trust you. So if the company doesn't trust you, then, but but, but do you see what I'm talking about here? In that situation of those managers that I'm talking about, clearly the company didn't trust them. So how do you build loyalty from your employees if you don't trust them? If you put things in place that tells them that, hey, I don't trust you, you might just steal from me, so make sure that you get somebody else to count this money with you and make sure that you've put it in the safe, so you, the two of you are walking together going to put this $5,000 in the safe. That is ridiculous. Get rid of the guy if you don't trust him. But these are the things that we, you know, senior managers or whatever, company owners, we put in place not understanding what we are what we're saying by that. What is what is the message that you are passing by by asking for that by making that a requirement? What are you insinuating? We don't think about that, but that that's exactly the same thing as my friend right here who thinks that people should be shivering when he walks in the room. I'm like, no, be a leader, right? Be a leader and lead your team. Leading your team is not only making sure they understand the job, but is also setting an example of the kind of integrity that you want. I think uh, uh, it, it was Charles Bronson that said, we treat our employees the very best so that they can treat our customers the very best. I think it, it couldn't have been said better than that. But uh, how, how, what are you doing if you don't trust your employees? If you think the demeanor should change the demeanor of the office, the energy of the office should change just because you walked in there. I don't think it should change at all. I don't think you change at all. If somebody's got their head buried in their computer, they shouldn't all of a sudden jump up just because you walked in. Oh, my God, there's Bob. I mean, everybody starts doing something and trying, trying to look busy or whatever it was. That's, that's not real. That's not sustainable. That's not a well-run company come on so what am I saying here I'm saying there's a difference between good leadership and you managing people day to day hour to hour you're supervising there's a big difference between a leader and a supervisor big big difference so expectations need to be set you need to hire the right people and hold those people accountable but give them the tools that they need to do the job. Explain the job to them. Explain your vision statement. Every company says we got a vision statement, we got a mission statement. Does anybody know what it means? Does anybody know what it really means? What the person who wrote it or the group of people who started this company and they wrote down this mission statement and this vision statement, have they bothered to make sure that everybody in the organization understands it? Never mind can say it verbatim and can say it back to what's our vision statement, blah, 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 blah. That's that's not what I'm talking about. That's useless. I want to know what you think it means. When we say we're going to greet every customer with a smile, what does that mean to you? How are you trying to make that person feel by that smile? And when you do smile at this person and say hello to them, are you succeeding in creating that atmosphere? right? Because we did set up the smile for a reason. But are you achieving that? That goal? Hey, greet every customer with a smile. We want to make sure every single customer is greeted at least two, three, four times by different people. Okay. And then what? Is it just one of those questions? Hey, welcome to, my, welcome to such and such a company. Hey, welcome to such and such a company. I get that all the time. And the person is not even looking at me. They're looking down, but it's programmed in them. You see what I mean? That's what you're supposed to do when you see it, every time a customer walks in. Because if you don't do that, by, by God, you, you're going to lose your job. <laughs> okay. So am I impressed as your customer? I'm not impressed because I can tell it's, it's robotic. It's robotic. It, 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 they, they don't mean a word they're saying. Good morning, good afternoon, welcome to blah, blah, blah. They don't mean a word they're saying. I mean, they said it so many times, they probably don't even know they're saying it. So what's the point? Why even say it, man? There's no point in saying it because it's it's you don't mean it. So he, here's the thing. Some people will, will say this, right? Smile and greet the guest. Hear their story. Own their experience. And wow the guest. This is something I saw some time ago. I think this was in Vegas. And say that's what, you, that's what you're supposed to do. But you see, th- this is more explanatory than you just greet the guest's. Make sure, make sure you greet every guest. Welcome to such and such. Welcome to such and such casino. Welcome to such and such hotel. Welcome to such and such a business. It, it, this, is, this is explaining what I want you to do. And they, they, I think they call it show, is what they call it, right? It says, smile at the guest, smile and greet the guest, it says. Hear their story, own the experience, and wow the guests. So you don't, do, you don't get to do any of this right here by just being a robot, hey, how are you doing? Welcome to such and such a casino. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to such and such a restaurant. You actually have to have a conversation with somebody because if you're going to smile and greet them, that's the first part. Hear their stories, is, it, it requires conversation, doesn't it? It requires personality now, doesn't it? So what are these people doing to their employees? They're explaining that to them exactly what they want to see. And over time the 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 per, the employees understand what it is that they're being asked to do and they again they, they know they understand the why and they know the results that come out of that when you hear somebody's story so where are you from sir oh great what brings you here wonderful Have you been to one of our restaurants before have you been to one of our casinos before whatever the situation is but they're engaging in in conversation aren't they and then it says, own the experience. How do you own the experience? By involving yourself in whatever it is that they're doing and whatever plan it is that they're doing. In, by, by being a, more than just a concierge, by being more than just a greeter, sharing information, talking to them. So that's the essence of good leadership. It's not only directing somebody in the right direction, Not only showing somebody the right direction, but showing them why that is the best direction to take. And giving them the map to make sure they stay on track. Giving them the appropriate shoes for the mud that might come up or the sand that might come up on that trail. That's what good leadership is all about. Good leadership is not about barking orders. Good leadership is not about being feared. Good leadership is about exactly that. That's leading people. That's inspiring people. Because if you inspire somebody, inspiration lasts a long time. Not only but does it last a long time, but inspiration, coupled with discipline, is gonna win every single time, especially over motivation and big row row speeches. But if I can plant a seed in your head that's gonna nag you a week from now. If I can give you a little nugget, that's gonna nag you or that's gonna remind you of something or that's that's gonna make you think a week from now, then that's being a good leader. If I can show you the direction and be passionate about the direction in which I'm showing and how I'm showing you and how I'm showing you how to do it, if I can show you some passion in that, if I can leave you walking away from the whole thing and say, man, that guy's passionate and I really did learn something from that, that's how I'd want to make my customers feel. That's how I'd want to make my guests feel, exactly the way he described it. Now I've got something. Now I've got my three, three weeks vacation that I can go to without logging onto my computer. Now I've got a company that's going to be profitable every single time. Now I can open a new branch in another city, maybe even another country, and be successful. Why? Because I don't have to hold this one's hand like a baby. I've shown them how to crawl. I've shown them how to walk. I've given them the right shoes to walk in. I've given them the right paths to walk in. Now I can stand back and know that they're going to make it then back and then back without me having to be a crutch. Now I'm a good leader. Now I'm a success because I've been able to inspire my people. Now I can say I'm not a Red Bull.